Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, Methodist layman dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses the current phenomena of statue toppling, or some people call it statue side. Is this an acceptable emotional outlet for past wrongdoings? Should we commemorate pivotal events and leaders in our national history? And who decides who and what we commemorate? Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, He Who Is Without Sin, Topple the First Statue. If you've been watching any news outlet the last two weeks, you probably are aware that a lot of old statues have recently taken a dive. Is this the justifiable behavior of the aggrieved? And is it even right to laud selfless and heroic acts or great national events or mark heroic or horrific acts of evil performed by imperfect people and nations? But before we get into all of that, who's here? John's here. Ron. Jody. And Amy. Amy! Hey! Amy's here! Yeah. Yay! Oh, Am- Amy's sitting in, so uh, we're going to kind of keep it... Uh, she always raises the uh, IQ level in here. Amen. But anyway, but, but uh, so so let's let's start here. Let, let's um, let me ask you a question. Is there anything in a society or culture that is worth commemorating? Yes, Greg, there are. Well, why don't you elucidate? Well, our independence from England was certainly worth commemorating. Not from the English perspective. Well, no, <clears throat> but our right <laughs> to worship or not to worship was certainly worth commemorating. Our independence from taxation at the time was worth celebrating. Uh, let me, let me, can I throw something in yeah. there? Just. I did uh, I did some reading, uh, completely off the subject, but I did some reading. Do you know what the rough the tax rate that they rebelled over for the colonies? Basically, the reason they were taxed is because England had saved our bacon in the French and Indian War, and they mm-hmm. were taxing yeah. us to repay all the right. stuff for, for the war effort. Um, it was about <clears throat> just shy of 2%. Mm-hmm. You know what our tax rate is now? Yeah, but it's not. Let's keep it relative. Okay. Context. Let's keep. Yeah, that's exactly I just, right. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But go ahead. I'm going to shut up and you speak. Speaking of when we, you know, celebrate such things, they tore down a statue of King George during that time too, didn't they? They sure yeah, did. Sure All right. And what did they do with it? They, they occupied New York, and they if they caught any of those, they would have hung them. Every action, it's like physics. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. But go ahead, That's Jerry. True. I interrupted you. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, wow. go ahead, man. Hey, that's all. I, I agree with Jody. Uh, you know, our independence, absolutely worth commemorating. Um, I, I'm, I'll let y'all go ahead and dive into your first point on this, John. You go ahead and say what you have. I just think that that uh, you know we we have we have historical uh, moments in our nation's history that need to be remembered, both good and bad. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, if if we erase history, and that's ultimately what we're doing, uh, we, we're just we're we're trying to rewrite. Uh, what what truly happens on there? Uh, you know, history history is subjective on there. You know, uh, the 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 history we learned in school was was not the same history that they taught in England or around the world. Even though it be it, it would it was labeled American history or world history on it, it came from our viewpoint. Yes, Ryan. Let me ask you this: Yes, where did we learn that history from? We learned it from a book, correct? not from a statue. So is having that history commemorated in a book not sufficient? Yes. But who writes the book, Ryan? History is written by the winners. History is never written by the losers. True. Could I give an example? Please. Um, I grew up in another generation. I loved history when I was growing up. I was... I would say easily 60 years old 
before I knew there were concentration camps on American soil in World War II. Mm -hmm. And yet I was taught a lot about World War II. In fact, I did live through it. Mm -hmm. Did not know that because it was subjective. Mm -hmm. Right. When it was taught. That is a significant part of our history, our American history, yet somebody selected to omit that. Correct. <clears throat> Correct. It's, um, I mean, it, there are, if, if you, this is why there's collegiate level history courses, because to be quite honest, most required high school courses in high school, we all been there. You want to basically blow your brains out because they are boring beyond compare. But when you are actually interested in it mm -hmm. and you pay somebody to take the class, your interest typically uh, uh, more gets, specific. It's more, more specific, and you can right. buy the history you're interested in learning. But to your point, corporate history, especially that's that's in in public school, and maybe even in some private academies. Mm -hmm. I'm a public of public. I'm a product of public schools. Um, but yeah, it's it's woefully sure. uh, inadequate. I mean, and they have to hit the high points, <laughs> right, right? Because it's very generic. Yeah. It's very uh, you know we started here, we did this. You know, it's a, a very vague timeline. Right. Know. Well, let me ask you a question: Are are, are selfless <laughs> events that humans do, uh, not regarding their own safety or their own uh, interest, and yet they give of themselves? for other people and they sacrifice either all they have or their life. Is that worthy of commemoration? I think it's worthy of commemoration in a book. Okay. I think it's worthy, worthy of commitment. Okay. But and I think the Bible <clears throat> verifies that by uh, very specifically putting down heroic uh, Absolutely. Uh, people who performed heroically in the plan of God and it is recorded in the book. Exactly. Well, let me ask you a question. How many people pick up books about Washington as adults? <laughs> I don't. No. Okay. <clears throat> my, my point is, in the church, <clears throat> prior to everybody becoming literate, the church was filled with all types of symbolism, yep. statuary, and the, windows. The stained glass came right. from that right That's there. Right. That told because the story. it told a common history of how the church Absolutely. was founded, the events of the church, good and sometimes bad. It also educated an illiterate population that might not be able to read. Do we suffer from cultural and historical illiteracy we now do. as a nation? We do. You, you mentioned that very aspect about the internment oh, camps, the Japanese and the... I can, I can go more recent than that. We moved from North Missouri to Florida in 1962. Until then, I did not know black people could not stay in a motel, could not eat in a restaurant, and could not drink at any water fountain. I did not know that till we went driving through the South, and for the first time, I saw white only and did not know what it meant. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm... And yet, we, I was taught in school all about the Civil War. Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's uh, uh, being, being, not, being, being of, of, of an advanced age myself, I went to segregated schools because I did grow up I in did the too. South. Okay. Um, but thank goodness that ended. And speaking of that, when a society that dedicates itself to the principle that all men are created equal, yet do not completely eradicate slavery because, as Jefferson said, it's kind of like a man holding on to the ears of a tiger. You don't want to uh, hold on, but you dare not let go. Um, they all knew that this was problematic, and this was not consistent with the ideals of the revolution. Yet we are the only nation in the modern era, and maybe even the ancient era, that literally fought each other to eradicate slavery within the span of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. I do think that, that when you make moral choices and when you sacrifice whatever it takes to right a justify, or right a, a, a absolute wrong, 
I think that deserves commemoration. What I don't think deserves commemoration is things that, I mean, you can commemorate, you know, Aunt, uh, you know, Uncle Jimmy's great granddaddy that was in the 57th North Carolina Infantry. I think that's fine, but that needs to be in some type of a museum. Or you can say, you know what? We honor the folks that gave their lives because the state of Texas, the state of Mississippi, all of these states required they drafted men to fight, whether they agreed or not. In fact, the state of Mississippi in 1866 and 1867, their number one uh, uh, expenditure for the state of Mississippi was wooden arms and wooden legs for their soldiers. Now, I think commemorating some bad things are good because it makes perfectly clear this was not good. It was an absolute <clears throat> wrong that was made right, and we don't want to repeat it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you just mentioned that on there. Uh, you know, we, we had a little discussion prior to this podcast you know, where my, my grandfather was in a uh, German work camp during World War II, I don't ever want them to destroy that because that that's that's history. It's bad history on there, but just like you said, I, I don't ever ever want them to to make that same mistake again. Our Hebrew brothers, I'm sorry, go with John. No, 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 that's fine. I mean, I, I, a lot of our Jewish friends, they say never forget. That's right. And they are the number one supporters of all of the uh, concentration camps and the museums. <laughs> all, it wasn't the Presbyterians that built right. the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. They want to make clear that, that this is history, it's horrific, and we cannot forget. Because when we forget, we romanticize, and when we romanticize, right. we take all the evil out of it, and then we repeat it again and again and yep. again. Right. Yep. I agree. So, oh, and let me add one other thing. While, while I'm monopolizing the podcast. Oh, go ahead. In the modern era, there's only one man that fostered a revolution and led a revolution and willingly gave up power. You know who that guy is? George Washington. Yep. They wanted to make him king. Yeah. Yep. They said they want, and he and every other person in the modern era, when I'm talking about from the Enlightenment, 17th century on, Every military revolution or coup, the leader of that army or that movement became the king, dictator, the grand potentate, you know, name the title. There was only one. And in the ancient era, Cincinnatus, one of the Roman uh, uh, leaders of the army, he put down a rebellion and then he left and went back to his farm. Those are the only two I know that led a revolution, led a huge army, and then willingly gave up power. I think that deserves commemoration. Absolutely. Now, how do we commemorate it? Ryan, what do you think? I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it needs to be documented well in history. You've got to teach your kids about it. Teach your whatever, whoever about it. Tell people about it. But you got to remember, these are selfless people doing selfless acts, and they don't want to make it about so, themselves. Okay, okay, so but he us, also owned slaves yes, too. Yes, I know this, and profited from. I know and this, profited from. So, so, so it's it's okay for 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 a man to 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 build a country. Uh, yeah, he didn't build the country. He was he was a pivotal person to help build this country. On there. And 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 to where we're at today, and 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 we have a a uh, a few skewed people in their ideas of what uh, a new America looks like. <clears throat> it's okay for them to to topple topple these these monuments, and 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 then later later see we got someone shaking their head. Yes, I absolutely do not agree with that on there. Now uh, I I I think I think that's that's uh, their their poor attempt of erasing history on there and and it's 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 not it's not right at least in my eyes it's not right yes Amy. i go back to uh the bible deuteronomy chapter 6 verse starting with verse 6 uh moses was certainly one of the most outstanding leaders in the bible mm -hmm. 
no one had a relationship with God equal to that of Moses. Correct. Yet, he was never immortalized in any way. And in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6, what does it say? It says, tell your children what the Lord did mm -hmm. in bringing them through the Red Sea in taking them through the wilderness, in supplying their food during all of that time. When you sit down, tell them. When you go walking, tell them. <clears throat> tell them constantly what the Lord did. It does not say what Moses did. That's right. You know what Joshua did That's when right. they finally took the, uh, took the, 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 they didn't completely subjugate it, but they, pretty much got the property borders. What did he, he set up a bunch of rocks at the entrance to all the entrances of Israel. And what did he put on those? He whitewashed them. Yep. And he put the commandments yeah. on there. Yep. That's a monument. Well, yeah. Monuments and statues are two different things. Yes, they are. And let's go to Exodus 20. They all represent. Yes, they let's yeah. go yeah. to yeah. Exodus That's 20. Where, whether it's Verse carved, whether, whether it's carved. Hang on. That. Keep, okay, go ahead. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Well, God God made everything. Worship. So, no, uh, that's the next line. The first, the first <laughs> well, let's, line let's says... Let's take the context. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. no. This is a two-part two statement. You don't make it. You don't make it. And then you don't worship it. That's right. How about this? The, 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 True. The, the first biblical reference of a memorial stone came in Genesis 28, yep. uh, 10, 22, when Jacob uh, uh, put, set a pillar uh, in, in Bethel yep. on there. Penal. Okay, so what, what, what is the difference if it is a, 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 a pillar or a statue? Tell There's me. a huge difference. Well, it's an engraved that. image. Let's call it face. Yes. Listen here, Psalms 115, verses 4 through 8. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. These who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. Well, oh, oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. We were talking about doing the the statues in in a memorializing. No, uh, you're you're uh, muddy in the water. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on. When when we got a a statue of Abraham Lincoln, uh, uh, one of our, our one of our presidents who who was was instrumental in in abolishing slavery. On there, you know, paid with his life. Yeah, but he also okay. He also and, and said he it, wasn't for the abolishment of it. He'd do whatever preserved the union. Right. Okay. Free all of them. Free some of them, and leave some of them enslaved. Exactly. Or yeah, free them all. Yeah. You know. And, so and, I mean, and, and, and you touched on this yourself. The the twelve uh, twelve stones of Jordan on there. You know, so those it, two it, don't even relate. No. Okay, it, the, the, that memorial was done for God's love and and uh, the miraculous uh, assistance that God provided. Once glorifying uh, man, okay, the other is not. Are, 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 are we are we are we saying God is or is are we saying Abraham Lincoln is equal to God? No, no that's no, exactly nobody, what nobody's saying that. There are people who idolize the, the man, and, and those people are not godly people. Then. On there, if they're godly people, uh, then they're not going to idolize Abraham Lincoln. Yes, Amy. Many times in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, I don't know that it's in the New Testament at all. Many times they piled up rocks. Yes. Mm -hmm. They did not carve them to look like mm -hmm. anything. They piled up natural rocks. And, in fact, and when what, they... And what was the purpose of, of putting up those rocks? To honor God. To, to remember. God. To remember. To remember. To remember. And when they crossed the Jordan River going into the Promised Land, he said, let each tribe mm -hmm. pick up one rock right. from, the, 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 from the Jordan and right. pile them up into an altar 
to remember every time it was simply natural rocks. In fact, when they built the temple, the, the carving of the rocks was not to be done on that property. So the carving of rocks is not to be done in the image, as Jody said in the Ten Commandments, not in the image of any living creature. How about how, how, I tell how, you how, what, about, car, how about carvings of, uh, of, of, of the Ten Commandments? That's, God did that. Well, that's, with his own finger. Okay. We, but not we, the ones that were painted no. on the rocks right. around right. Israel. Right. No. Let's move on. Okay. So how should our culture deal, how should our nation, how should we deal with monuments or statues that have now become culturally repugnant in the modern era? Greg, I would tell you what I would like to see truthfully. I would like to see a little bit of reasoning in this situation. Let's put it to a national referendum. We're getting ready to vote for our president. Let the people speak. If it is the majority, we are a country that's supposed to be governed by the majority, by representation, then if that's the case, I'm all for removing them. You think the, uh, the majority of the people uh, uh, want that uh, autonomous uh, uh, zone? Uh, autonomous. Uh, like autonomous I said, zone. let the polls you know? speak. You know, my stance is I, I'm, I'm with Jody. Let, here's the thing. Uh, listen, I don't care about the statues. I could care less. Take them down. I don't think they need okay. to be destroyed. That, I don't care what put, they put, do. Put them in a museum. Here's the thing. I would like to Put them in a museum if they're that offensive. But don't erase history because history is where we are on there. If, if, if it wasn't for us uh, uh, fighting the English, it wasn't for us fighting the Indians, it wasn't for us abolishing slavery. And the French and the Spanish. Yeah. Pretty much fighting everybody. <laughs> on there. You know, we, 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 we still would not be... Uh, we, we, we wouldn't be the nation that we are, okay? Go ahead, Jody. Here's, here's the one problem. You and I see it from one perspective. That's right. Well, it's, you and it's, I, it's two we're perspectives right now enslaved because we, yeah. people here. We did not experience the same history the same way. And because that is offensive to them, if there is merit to it, I do like the idea. Let's put them in a museum. And if you want to go to the museum, in fact, not even be a tax-funded museum, let people put their money in to go look at these relics if they want to. I see nothing offensive of that. But the truth be, if the shoe was on the other foot, I might be toppling one of those statues myself. Jody, I'm, I'm with you to a point. Um, I think most of these statues were either put up by local, by states, yeah. or local municipalities, which means they own them. So I think rather than having a quote-unquote national referendum, unless it's the District of Columbia, yeah. which we all, in theory, own, I, I think it needs to be down to the states or the local municipalities. And if you don't really care, don't show up and vote. If you do, vote. But I think there needs to be a plurality of opinion Rather than just going and toppling something down, I think we need to have a referendum and then abide by the will of the majority. Right. You know, I, I think as a whole, Americans have just gotten real comfortable with everything being okay and everything just kind of going along and this, that, and the other. This happens in other countries all the time. There's all the time statues coming down somebody. Yeah. Be it Lenin, Stalin, Saddam, whoever, Gaddafi, whatever you want to talk about. But the bottom line is this. The statue itself, in my personal opinion, just is just, yes. It is just stone. It is just copper. It is just bronze. It, it, it is nothing. Uh, the, where it's at is what that statue how about, might. How, how about a cross in the uh, front yard of your church? Is, is that okay? That is it, not it, a statue. Okay. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on. It is a, it is a carved. It is a monument. It is a monument. It's not an idol. But some people could actually, you know, like do this, that. this this Sean King yeah. guy who wants to des destroy uh, the the the, sta uh, the statues, the murals, and the stained glass 
on there, which, you know, we, we, we talked earlier, stained glass was part of the way that we taught. Yes. And that's the reason why we have them in, in the churches on there. Is it okay for these people to come and destroy those because of a quote, and, I, and I'm, I'm just saying, a quote, quote, white Jesus well, image that we have? John, I just answered that earlier. Yep. If it goes to a referendum and they vote it that way, then that. So be it. But let me let me go back oh, to I, Moses. I, 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 no. We talked about Moses' stature, where he is among You know, he did raise a statue, by the way. Let's let's go to this right here though. There is a reason why God personally buried Moses and Moses' body was never identified anywhere. And God had him take it down. Yep. What? Caduceus? The, no, the statue that Moses put up. The Caduceus? The Lord later had them take down the statue of the take, of the snake on around the pole. Yes, he did because okay. because the children of Israel tend to be worshiping it. Hmm. Look it up. Okay, you got chapter and verse. No, I don't. Okay. But I know. <laughs> I trust it. you, Amy. <laughs> ding, 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 okay, <laughs> okay. Well, well now, now let's to. move on. Is this okay? So we figured out that we shouldn't be making graven images. At least two of us, maybe three of us, think that. But is this a teachable moment for the church? And if it is, why? And don't all reply at once. John. I, I, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think there are a lot of churches uh, are are acting like a lot of the uh, the corporations that are out there. They're afraid of uh, afraid yep. of controversy. They're so they're gonna they're gonna agree. Uh, and to and, and you can see this in, in in our own church right now. You know the the movement for from from uh, from right to left on there, and, and it's and it's just a matter of of uh, of uh, society society uh, uh, having more 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 thought in their concern than than the actual word that that we should be using as our as our reference point. Amy. Uh, speaking for my generation, because many people in my generation have shared this thought with me. Mm -hmm. I don't like singing off of the wall. I want to sing out of a book. Okay, and there's books provided. That, that mentality, <laughs> when you come into church with that mentality, and this is what I have shared with those who tell me that, you have lost the purpose for entering the door. I agree with that 100%. And there are people who, who place more importance on the songbook than on the words that we are singing or the reason we are singing. I, I agree with that 100% so too. they are so resistant to any change. And I say worship should focus on our Heavenly Father the, and Jesus the Christ. The main thing is the main thing. I, 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 I agree. I agree. So if they renamed half of the hymnals to hernals, would it make any difference? Not to me. Oh, okay. Right. You know, John, you just said we lost touch with we need to get in the regular, you know, the original instruction manual here of the Bible, right? Yep. Then we need to get rid of all the statues. Yep. Because that's what it says. That is what it says in the Word. Okay, so you're going to get rid of all the the history books. You're going to and let's not forget a history all book is not a statue. All the crosses that are, are around, losing, around there. You are losing they, that. They, that. That's they, not the same thing. That's not what we're talking about here. That's not statues and and and, and history books are not the same oh, thing. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Get rid of statues, murals, and stained glass of Jesus. No. That's what they're saying. Oh, that's what they're that's saying. You're saying, listen, you know? you're focusing on one person. And let me ask you a question. Have that, you sinned today? I sin every day. Then you are no different than him. And I'm not, and I'm and not, we are no different than any of the people taking I'm not on a, on a pulpit on a, in Newsweek magazine saying, we really need to uh, abolish the white Jesus because he's white. Nope. Right. We're all sinners saved by grace, and that's the bottom line. Jordan. How should. Uh, how should we as Christians quit teaching history then? Proceed if we're going to do that. When it comes to the statues, oh no, I get it, I get it. I just don't agree with it. When you it that comes way. to the statues, right? We do need to ask ourselves, and we need to be honest when we're looking at the man or the occasional woman, but mostly men, that the statues uh, commemorate. Right? Are we glorifying something that would? 
be offensive to other people. And what by that, what I mean is, yes, there, you know, you do have the good and you do have the bad. And we did discuss that. There are a lot of very noble things that these people did. And unfortunately, they were a product of their time. Right. And what happened is... You have swerved into brilliance, Judy. <laughs> because, you're right, you cannot judge a 18th century man with 21st century mores. That's true. That is unfair. That is true. That is incorrect. That. That's wrong. That now, let me ask you a question. And this is the whole point of this podcast, uh, is there is nobody without sin. Exactly. No matter how many great things you've done, Jeff Tav, Jeff Taff, however you pronounce him, his mother was a prostitute and he hung around. He was a gang dude. Yeah. And the only reason God used him and the people came after him because the other people, the media, I forget who they were, one of the ites, were coming and kicking their butt and taking their names. And they finally said, you know what? Maybe this Jeff Tav, Jeff Taff, ain't too bad of a guy. And he told him to pound sand first. And he said, okay, if I do this, I'm going to be your king. Now, you know, you can put a memorial to old Jephthah, Jephthah, however you pronounce him, but realize that there's every person, there's no such thing as a marble man. We have all sinned. The, the problem is, do we want to make perfect the enemy of the good and never commemorate any good thing done by a good person at the time? Good. I say as long as it's engraved in stone, marble plaques, what have you, so be it. But when you do the graven image, then you have a different Because issue. I know I could do a hundred beautiful things yeah. and you're gonna and if you went back in my past and talked to anybody that's still alive, probably somebody would be aggrieved that, that I was being feted or celebrated or whatever. They're mad. They got their burn on. Right. So my point is I think in a society, a, 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 a very diverse society, you kind of, the, the, the monuments as, as a society becomes more diverse and less homogenous, you typically have less statues because the, the diversity of opinion does not allow consensus. That has a good thing for the reasons we've talked about, that also has some type of a bad thing because we cannot, because there's other people mm -hmm. that see the other side and, and have a righteous beef, but we can't commemorate good or bad that person because there's been some taint in his background. Yeah. That's my point, Amy. I think God's word supports exactly what you have said, simply if you read the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. He's got some shady characters. The, the thing right about the Bible is, it is true. It tells the truth, warts and all. Yep. It does not sugarcoat anyone in there. And therefore, we should let history, just as the word of God records the truth, we should let the truth be recorded according to the perspective of that generation recorded in books Absolutely. we don't do away with history right we just follow god's word that says don't make any graven images right. okay can, can, can i ask a question these uh, well, okay uh it'll be quick now these 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 statues that you know for example uh, uh lee okay no, our, is that Marsh Robert? <laughs> okay, the Confederate uh, Robert that Lee, guy, Robert E. Lee, Robert right? Edward. You know, yes. And <clears throat> and and we talked briefly about uh, about him on there. Now, uh, is the statue of him used as an idol, or so, is it used to uh, memorialize uh, uh, what 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 he's what he's done to right? to you know, to some or or that are I, I, I don't what we call the sons of the Confederate. I, I, I don't, he's I, idolized. I, okay, I, 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 is he is he preyed upon like God? You don't have to pray to something to be an idol. That's exactly right. Okay. Yes. Okay. And to others, he's offensive. Yes, exactly. Okay, and so so and, and you know what's offensive? So so so, so are, are are Jews offensive uh, to the cross? Well, are, I don't know the offended? answer to that, but you know what's offensive? Some are. 
It's, it's offensive when you take an aircraft past its time to be worked on and renovated, past a C-check or a D-check. And you obviously need tools to disassemble such aircraft, to check for stress corrosion or anything like that. And when you do need tools, that's why you talk to those crazy cats at Innovative Tooling Services. These guys have fastening systems, installation tooling knowledge. They have application experience. They know what type of tool to use to take the fastener out, clean up the hole, oversize it so you got a nice and clean hole, put the oversized fastener back in, shave the rivet head, pull the fastener. Yes, sir. Bake the cake, light the candles. They do it all. Wow. And they are innovative. You can find them. They are on the leading edge of aerospace tooling. You can contact them at 1-800-832-7009 or look them up on the web at InnovativeTooling.com. And we'll be back. Okay, we're back. So, let me ask the uh, illustrative panel here. Um, illustrative, that's not bad. How about let's go, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> that's right. My vocabulary, like my mind, is slowly leaking away. Okay, uh, does the Bible say anything about celebrating past triumphs or struggles by building physical landmarks for remem remembrance? Ryan, you're first up, buddy. What do you think? I think we kind of covered that with some scripture earlier, didn't we? But did we read the scripture? I do not know. Okay. I'm getting it pulled up. Sorry, you kind of caught me off guard. That, that, that's fine. I've got one. Go ahead. Let's go to Deut, Deuteronomy, chapter 19, verse 14. My favorite. Yeah. It says, you shall not move your neighbor's landmark, which the men of old have set. This is from the Kami ESV version which the men of old have set in the inheritance that you will hold in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. What was that Deuteronomy what? 1914. Yeah. And something is like it in Proverbs 22, 28. God through Solomon says again, do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. And in the very next proverb, God through Solomon says, do not remove or do not move an ancient landmark or enter the fields of the fatherless. He starts to work on it a little bit. For their redeemer is strong. He will plead their cause against you. That's a trinity of reminders, warnings not to move ancient landmarks. Now we are talking about boundary lines here. Let's walls, be clear. right. Walls yeah. or or boundaries. Now, okay. everything that was done in the Old Testament that was literal and physical has an inward and a spiritual aspect to it, okay? So I kind of did some Hebrew before we met here. I did some uh, Hebrew study. And there's gabul. Gabul is the Hebrew word behind landmark. And obviously, like you were saying, Jody, that refers to the boundary of a territory or a wall or other item which marks such a boundary. Now, if we extrapolate that, we, why was it important, you think, not to violate a boundary? Amy. Um, the boundaries were set when the children of Israel went into the promised land. And those boundaries were never to be moved because that property was never to leave the family. Correct. It could be mortgaged. It could be sold, but there were always two deeds on that property. Mm -hmm. And the one deed was you get temporary possession, but you never get full possession. The year of Jubilee. Yep. yep. It, all the land was returned to its rightful families. Was that every seven years or something? Like that? Every, every 50, 50 years. 50 years, I'm sorry. Yeah. So everybody had a reset yes. through the period, most of the period of their lives. But let's talk about the inward and spiritual aspect of boundary jumping and boundary claiming. If, if the the reason God did that was because everybody, go ahead. Yeah, Joey. well, to answer your question from just a minute ago, it, it's clear. It's clearly uh, the uh, the visual, 
demarcation line. Great and word. if we're going into the spiritual aspect of it, that that is the the moral line that we do not cross. Okay, and what does that do? The physical, when we move that or when we encroach upon it, then we're breaking physical laws. Okay, we're robbing man of his peace, amongst other things. And in the in the in the spiritual, when we cross those boundaries then not only are we doing the same, but we're causing a big old separation between us and God the Father because then mm-hmm. it's counted as sin. Correct. Yeah. Now, the, the, the children of Israel were given an inheritance of property for a reason. A, so they could have security in their existence. Okay. Second and most important, it provided for their sustenance. Yes. For a way for them to make a living. Now, when you violate that boundary, when you take something or move that, you're reducing their family's ability to grow wheat or whatever they needed to sustain their family. So let's march it into the 21st century. When you create an autonomous zone or you violate somebody's business or perhaps burn it down or perhaps surround it where they can't get to it, are you in effect violating their personhood, they, the ability to remain safe in their personhood, and are you depriving them a way to make their living? Rephrasing that, when you seize property to mm-hmm. make this free zone, if right. you will, to by, make a statement by, by taking something that's already established and already created boundary lines. Are you robbing them? Yep. And are you, yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. You have no right to that. That is anarchy. But we are hearing that it's a legitimate form of, of it's appropriate. an outpouring of grievance. Oh, yeah. yep. Take it through the court system. That, that, assume, that, 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 that assumes that uh, the courts will take it. Yeah. Because the, uh, there are several autonomous zones that hung around for quite a while. I think yeah. Seattle is finally right. gone. But my point being is that the boundaries, that the, the, it, it becomes a, 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 an experiment on lawlessness. Yes. And, and, and we can be aggrieved, statues, graven images are one thing, but when you violate the boundaries of personal protection, the, the, the right for a person to be in safety as long as he's in a public space, or the right of a person to maintain or, or, or earn a living because of legally purchased property that he conducts business in, that is also depriving him of his sustenance. And that cannot be right. While, while I look at what's going on with a degree of sympathy, or I, I can't empathize with him because I'm not an African-American, but I can sympathize with him for that. Well, but the, but the, that's the, when, when, well, when it goes from that to tearing things up and, and depriving people of their businesses and, safety. That's, that's, and their well, safety by well, you, beating you, you, the tar you, out of them. You, you know, that's for, where for, I cross for, the line. For example, when the, when the protesters blocked the fire, uh, the fire department from coming in and putting out a fire where a four-year-old child burned up in it on there, somebody needs to be held accountable for that. Well, I mean, that's murder. That is that, murder. And it's robbery. It's just simply... But but, but they're in their ollie ollie and free zone. Well, that that's my point. I mean, if there is no, if there are no boundaries, Amy, there is no justice. There's got to be boundaries. Absolutely. But according have to you, the have you watched any news lately? That doesn't mean I agree with it. Okay. I'm just but but when you have the people that are in charge of. The local city governments and the state government. Law. I don't see. Okay, so when it keeps going up and up and up the food chain, how does little old simple Amy? How do you get justice when they won't prosecute? I probably don't. I go to my heavenly Father and I say, "I'm your child. You see what they did to me. Now I'm helpless against this. So you go get them." I am a good tattletale. <laughs> and God has been amazingly faithful 
in answering those kind of prayers. This is actually building on last podcast subject. There is no justice and there is no there, there is no righteousness in chaos. No. There cannot be. No Boundaries have to be for the civil society. But when we take it into and it and we take it to our church, there was a guy by the name of Nathan Bangs. He was a Methodist uh, preacher. He was an early presiding elder. And in a sermon in 1850, this is before the Civil War, right after the, the split of the M.E. Church and the M.E. Church South, he talked about the Methodist Episcopal Church had ancient landmarks of doctrine, discipline, and practical piety, and we violate these boundaries at our own spiritual risk. Mm. So monuments, statues, a lot of times they're used in exchange, in, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're used Inter- interchangeably. interchangeably. Thank you very much. Word. But words are heard. There, right, but there are, <laughs> but there are certain things that that monuments and boundaries and things like that. There have to be. There has to be something that is respected. Otherwise, the society just devolves apart. into chaos. It absolutely falls apart. These boundaries were set with natural stones. Okay. Not carved images. Right. Agreed. But if okay, and I, I'll do one more rebuttal, and then I'll, I'll I will I will I will admit defeat. Amy. <laughs> okay. No. You're just agreeing if it's to disagree. against if, if it's against the it. law to deface public property, even a gnarly, nasty statue that offends you every day, you have to drive by it. Are you violating a boundary? That's a hard one, and I'll tell you why. When, when uh, God told the children of Israel to go in and take land away from another, uh, another society. Yeah, but God's not telling these people. God to do that. told them to tear down their statues, yeah. but that was God directed. Right. Right. I would not say tearing down statues today is God directed. The, uh, the logical answer to your question, Greg, is absolutely. If uh, if you go and you do that, you have violated a boundary. Yes. yes. Well, consensus at last. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what. I uh, let me let me fit finish with one other question, real quickly, because this is way long. Is celebrating secular or cultural or national events right for Christians and or collection of Christians, as we call churches? Is that okay to participate in? Depends on the event. Okay. Yes. Independence Day? Yes. Good. Okay. Uh, Juneteenth, call it Emancipation Day. Is that a good thing? For the I churches, think it is. For yes. the churches to celebrate? Yep. Um, anybody being released out of bondage, that's, we... That's have Passover, been released buddy. Out, of, out of bondage <laughs> through the blood of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say yes. yes. But if you're asking about, you know, other issues like Halloween, you know, some oh. of these other things, no. Ooh. Oh no. Man, you're hating on the you're hating on the trunk or treats out well, there. No, you, you, open, you open Come that on, door. Guys. You know, God likes consistency. That's why we have this weird little podcast. <laughs> We ask the hard questions. We sure do. We just Any other comment before we disagree on there? This was very interesting today. Very well, when we can glorify God <laughs> through the celebration, then it's a good thing. If God cannot be glorified in that celebration, then it's a bad thing. Let me let, me, let, me let you in on a little uh, German history. Luther and the boys, when they uh, after the Protestant Reformation, they used the uh, All Hallows Eve yeah, to dress up right. like little goblins and make fun, basically saying, "Greater is He than is in me." Yeah. And he is. They made fun of of spiritual forces because you cannot conquer, you know, God. darkness cannot overtake light, basically. Right. But we forget that that well, didn't, that it, didn't make the trip no, over you, you, know, you so, did throw uh, that out there but let me ask you right. in the overall scheme of things are we glorifying darkness on halloween now if you bring your freddy krueger uh, mask you know yeah. and a bloody chainsaw that's yeah. probably not glorifying but i'm just asking you as a nation do we glorify it 
look at the we, costumes. We yeah. glorify the, the the dark image, yeah. and, and we're way off the the thing here. But yeah, I'm just you, you throw I, it I know, well, but you, I'm just you, you know the what? Church, though, you, you, some people have a hard time with the flag inside yeah. the sanctuary. So, so, so well, I don't. And I'll tell you why. One nation uh, under God. God. I think having religious freedom is a cool thing. Yes. It, we we, we are one of the first, if not only, republic where that's codified in our founding document. Absolutely. No other nation. And most yeah. of the time, the church has been on the receiving end of the bat. And to kind of springboard off yours right there, most of our, uh, our, our, our recognized holidays have been so commercialized. Yes. You know, just like Christmas on there. Oh, you I know, can't it, have it, enough Christmas. Oh. I can't have enough lights and crazy things. Oh, in my house. It, you know, that's Jesus, baby. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, that's why we have that Black Friday uh, at Walmart. And, hey, uh, we got to land the plane here. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, some of the store owners are thanking Jesus when you light up your trees. That's exactly right. <laughs> Max, that car, that sucker glows, baby, every every December. Uh. Well, company certainly uh, is. Well, anybody have any final thoughts? Going once, going twice, gone. So as we end the podcast this afternoon, and it is the afternoon, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions on this or any other episode, Please send your comments in it. You can't comment on this one. I don't know what you can't comment on. Cheers or jeers, and that would be John. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, To comments at acrosstherail.com. I repeat, comments at acrosstherail.com. Or look up Across the Rail Podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail. And on Wastebook at at across the rail podcast. So please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. Thank you so much for listening. So who wants to dismiss our podcast in prayer? Father God, we ask you to heal our nation, Lord. Amen. We're so divided at this time. Lord, help us to keep the main thing the main thing, even the ones that don't know what the main thing is. Lord, I just ask you to illuminate what your love and what your grace and your mercy is. Father, as Christians, we just ask that uh, we not pick up and swing the sword because we feel entitled to it and justified, Lord, but that uh, we'll get on our knees and we'll pray. That would be the appropriate response. Lord, help us to be more like Jesus on his knees in the garden praying. Uh, Prayer is key, not the sword. Father, help us in the coming days, months, and years, Lord as there is a lot of change going on to help us to uh, to be able to navigate through the change with grace because grace is the only thing that's going to see us through. Yeah. Not compromise, but grace. And it's in Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Amen. Amen.